0: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Man, 2017 has been quite a year. We launched on January 1st, and here we are on the last day of December. And looking back over a year has been, uh, it's, it's been crazy, um, The the growth of the podcast, but also the lessons I've learned from it. And I'm going to bring up some names, and I'm going to bring up some lessons, and they are in no particular – actually, they are in particular order. Um, I'm going to start with some of our beginning podcasts and then go all the way up to some of the ones we released this week. But um, I had probably recorded 10 podcasts before I wanted to launch on January 1, and probably the 10th one I did was Jeff Hoffman's. And it was one that shook me to my core so much that I had to – bump it up to number two. You know, the first one was out, uh, you know, here we are, this is what we do. And and Hunter and I hosted that. And the Jeff Hoffman episode is still the one that people say, Oh, I just I just saw that you had a podcast. I'm like, yeah, started episode number two. Because there is no they story. It should be listened. It should be played in every classroom. Everybody should have it in their car on their way to work when they want to get pumped up. So that was episode two. And and then, you know, I started relying on some people that I knew that would um, be on my show. These were some friends that were awesome people, people like Nick Koyama, people like uh, Dr. Howard Rheingold, uh, guys that I knew that would ha- bring a ton of insights. But also it's there that we started to pick up momentum. I-, I think that it was on the credibility of some of our earlier guests that we started picking up later guests. You know, guys like Tom Bilyeu and his message, his extreme message of, you know, it's all my fault. Uh, him taking responsibility of everything for his company, and just Tom being Tom. If, for those of you that don't know who Tom Billy is, he was the, one of the founders of Quest Nutrition, but he has his own show, Inside Quest, uh, and then later um, re-released as In- Impact Theory. This guy really brings it. Um, we also then called on some people that we knew from the past, guys like Naveen Jain. That episode was amazing, because um, Naveen is a not just a dreamer, he is a doer, but he is a doer of things that you think that are almost impossible. You know, the things that he's doing at Viome, the things that he's doing with Moon Express uh, leave your head scratching. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to episode, I think it's 24. Um, matter of fact, episode 25, right after that, again, people that I had known in my past that I was privy to, guys like Stephen Kotler, um, his book had just come out, Stealing Fire. It's an amazing book. I had, highly recommend that. But Stephen also gets into a lot of insight on you know flow theory and how people can kind of get into that mode and be more productive. And from there, we just kept you know really calling on people that I couldn't believe that we were having on. We on, I think it was episode number 30, we had on Jocko. And the Jocko episode was Jocko Wilnick. And Jocko episode was really unique in the sense that he insisted that um, we have my class as a part of it. Cause he, you know, I, I sent some emails, and you know, he saw that I was a teacher. He's like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And what does your students do? And I told him about the class. And so that episode, we had um, we recorded it in our weight room because our, our weights coach, Brian Clark, was also a a big proponent of Jocko's extreme ownership. And that was just a unique one because the show really isn't hosted by me; it's hosted by our students, and I love that one. And then probably the one that we I can almost point my finger at when we started to grow exponentially, episode thirty-two with Seth Godin. That episode was uh, intimidating, um, <laughs> because Seth. If you don't know who Seth Godin is, first of all, you should. Um, and I don't mean that in a mean way. I should like you should check his work out. But Seth was extremely uh, opinionated on education. And it kind of opened up the floodgates to a lot of dialogue happening. I started getting a lot of emails then, um, started getting a lot of feedback on some of the things we were talking about. And matter of fact, we were getting so much feedback that it was recommended that we started to maybe have another segment. And that's when I started doing my Monday Motivations. Those were our four- to five-minute nuggets. Sometimes they were off of things that I was thinking about from some what our guests said, obviously, you know, no coincidence that it was after Seth Godin. But then um, the Monday motivation started to really, really grow as well. And um, so, you know, on we went. And one of my favorite moments is when I got to do my episode. It's episode 44 with Tina Seelig. Tina is a professor at Stanford University. And to be fully transparent, she has been a mentor and a uh, a spot, a spot of inspiration, I guess. And that episode was just great in the sense that I, I you know, I got to express to the world, um, how much she has meant to me and also just talk about her book, the creativity roles and how much I just really, really, really like what she does. As a couple episodes later, episode 48, we, we stick with the uh, Stanford theme, uh, professor Amy Wilkinson, uh, author's creator's code, we had her on, and that was a breakthrough as well, because some of the things that she'd went to, uh, I started to get, at the time, I think that was some of the most emails I got was on Amy's episode. And then we started to move into the somewhat controversial. Um, Dave Rubin is a YouTube personality, and he is... He has gone viral for the fact that he is a very balanced person politically, but make no mistake about it, he talks about politics. And he calls himself the last true liberal. And he has sparked off a lot of controversy, both on the left and the right. So having him on was great. But the, and that was episode 57, but that was nowhere near the firestorm of emails that I got to have on Tucker Max. Episode 59 is when I don't know if the term, you know, um, you know, any good, you know, any publicity is good publicity, but having Tucker on was a risk. That is for sure. When you brand yourself as an education podcast-esque, um, having Tucker on was a bit of a risk, but I will say this. Um, I, I was very upfront in saying that, uh, I didn't necessarily approve. Actually, I, I, full transparency, I think I said in the show, I had read one paragraph of one of his books, and I'm like, nope, not for me. But uh, Tucker's insights into education and his opinions on where we're going are among the most poignant I've had. Uh, it, it, the polarity of it, I had people saying, how dare you have this guy on, actually before the episode even came out. And then after the episode came out, a lot of people are like, dang, that was really a good episode. Very controversial, sure, very um, poignant. But again, I think it's among the most insightful episodes we had. One of the also great things that came out of that, and honestly one of the things I love about this podcast the most is the people that I get to meet because of this. So after interviewing Tucker, um, one of my things that I have after we're done recording is I'm like, hey, you know, who else do you think I should interview? Or, you know, it, well, I'll only ask that if they think that they enjoyed the interview. And and Tucker said, I tell you what, you should interview our CEO. This guy is amazing, and a lot of people don't know who he is yet. But he just finished up his book, and if you don't like this guy, you're not a good human being. And sure enough, he sent me out the book and got to read it, and I've gotten to know and, and become really good friends, actually, with J.T. McCormick. And that episode was emotional. It was raw. It was at times difficult to listen to some of the, the things that had happened to J.T. in the past. But he also has <laughs> nuggets of wisdom sprinkled in and out, and 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 he's so practical, and he's so fun, and it was Probably among my most gracious guests, and, and and it's just been great seeing that relationship form and that that friendship form. Um, and, and then then all of a sudden we get into the the New York trip. This was one of my most pivotal moments. Episode sixty three, I got to meet John Fort uh, Fort Knox on CNBC. Um, I also got to spend some time out with the VaynerMedia crew. So that was episode sixty eight. Um, but I also got to interview—actually, Derek Morgan was out there at Vayner because he had just signed with Gary. Um, and then, obviously, the, the the big episode was with Gary V. That's still my number one listen to episode. I don't think it's a shock there, but that's episode 70. And having Gary on was almost as controversial as Tucker. Uh, I knew a lot of F-bombs would be dropped because, well, he's Gary. So if you are just getting— um, If you've just found this podcast, if you go back to the episode, just warning on that one. Um, And then also in that same trip when I flew up to New York, uh, you know, both John Ford, Derek Morgan, the guys at Vayner, Gary himself, but then also interviewing James Altucher was awesome. Matter of fact, James Altucher's show was produced in his studio, which I'm still grateful for. So the sound quality on that one was amazing. And James also was a really interesting interview because this guy has been actually talking about cryptocurrency and banging on that topic uh, before it was cool. But he also had some really, really, really unique insights. And then um, I really had my second fanboy moment. And actually, I prolonged this one because I knew that he'd say yes because we'd had a relationship in the past, and, and he's always been so gracious. But episode 82 is with Daniel Pink. And um, for those of you that don't know, I got to start a class, and I basically took some risks because of Daniel Pink. And the class was approved because Daniel Pink helped. And so getting that episode um, done was just a, kind of a, a prideful moment for me because I got the chance to say thank you to him. But then we also dig deep on the fact that I consider him the godfather of Genius Hour, the godfather of 20% time. And so that one was really great. And, and then that was around the same month we started doing our Friday Focus of Young Entrepreneurs. Got to interview really unique guys like Ben Cut and Connor Jansen, who had started their own school in Nepal. Uh, Manu Goswami. Um, just really interesting young entrepreneurs. And I've had so much fun talking to people that are under 25. And also guys like Parasis Velavalu, uh, Just listening to their mindset. Uh, Kusal, Kolaratna. These guys have such unique insights and such great mindset that it's been a blessing to have on those younger guests. And then um, Hidden Gems. I had no idea that one of our most listened to podcasts would be with Josh Medcalf, author of Pound the Stone, uh, uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water as well. Josh brought so much passion and so much energy uh, that that one just stormed up the charts, so to speak. Um, and then also, like unique episodes, getting to talk about esports with Rick Fox. A lot of people knew Rick Fox as a former Laker and an actor, but a lot of people did not know his passion and his enthusiasm for esports. Um, matter of fact, that episode also, I got more requests on what we were doing with esports than any other. Um, and then just to kind of wind the year down, having Mike Smith on. I did not know also this guy. And this guy was a, a just a character and a half. He's brought all sorts of enthusiasm and insight, but he had such a huge, huge, huge following that I did not know about. And he was a shot of adrenaline. And then towards the end of the year, and it, it actually and setting a one-day record for listens, I had on Dave Burgess. I knew that having Dave on would be a boost in the ratings, so to speak, because a lot of my... Um, Audience, are educators, but man, uh, and Dave Burgess style, and true Dave Burgess style. He of course hyped it up and promoted it a lot, and that was our our biggest one day spike. And I'm actually I'm probably certain that here in the next probably couple of weeks, I bet you he'll leapfrog Gary V as our most listened to podcast because, well, Dave's got that big of a following online. So wrapping up 2017, all these people that I've had on have just led to such unique insights. And and here was my wish for all this. I started off because I had this list of people that I've always wanted to talk to. Actually, it started off by talking to Tim Ferriss and, and knowing how many educators didn't know who some of these unique names were. And I I just wanted to bring some of their insights and some of their passion and their learning styles and their learning curve to the show so more people in ed would start to recognize some of these great leaders. And as I move toward 2018, I'm excited because I'm going to start featuring some of these educators that I've never have heard of. But because of the show, they reached out and said, hey, I've been doing some of these things, too. And I think that's something I'm really looking forward to. While, you know, we're still going to, on Wednesday, bring you some really unique, really unique names in the, you know, celebrity slash author slash entrepreneurial world, those Friday episodes of teachers doing it are going to be uplifting, and I cannot wait to promote their great work. But from the bottom of my heart, uh, the response we've gotten, the recommendations we've received, Um, The letters of encouragement from uh, quite literally all over the world, and we have been heard in now over, I think, at least 70 different countries. That blows my mind, and I'm honored, and I'm blown away by it. And none of this would happen if, you know, our our listeners and, and our friends didn't share it. So for that, I'm truly grateful. If there's anything um, that I can do, if there's any recommendations you have for me as far as guests, as always, you can email me, Don, at startedupinnovation.com. I truly appreciate that. And also, just moving forward, you going on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash startedup. There we get into all sorts of fun conversations, and also you'll get an insight on where we're going next guys 2017 has been amazing i so 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 appreciate all of your support and with that i'm excited for 2018. this is don wetrick reminding you that opportunities are everywhere we'll see you